Hey, this is Andrew Quatron with your New England Free Jacks, and you're watching the Jacks Rangers Show. Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined with Diamond Dave, and we have a very, very special guest this time around. His name is LaRue Milan. He plays for your New England Free Jacks. LaRue, how the hell are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, thanks. How about you guys? Not too bad, Dave. How are you? Very well, very well. Good, good. So glad that we were able to get you on here. I know in the offseason we tried to get you on. It just didn't work out, but so glad that we're able to finally have you join us here uh, during the season, LaRue. Let's go back. Let's go way back. Where are you from originally? I'm born in Vintuk, Namibia. I lived there for two years of my life. Moved to Pretoria. I was there for okay. about seven years of my life. And when I was about nine, ten years old, we moved to the Western Cape to a town called Powell, which is about 45 minutes from Cape Town. So you grew up in South Africa, but born in Namibia. Very good. Uh, let's talk yeah. about uh, when did you first want to be a professional rugby player? Like what age were you like, you know, I, I really want to pursue this. Yeah, um, I think it's been my option since day one, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> probably when I was four years old, as little as I can remember. Yeah. Um, basically in high school, actually, it's funny. My stuff didn't always go my way, but I never had like any other plans. I always just wanted to play rugby. And luckily my last year of school stuff started to work out and yeah, yeah, I'm today. <laughs> Very good. I think you were saying that you were, you were, you're uh, doing some schoolwork. What are you, what are you pursuing now? Yeah, I'm doing a commerce degree. Um, yeah, I was fortunate enough to, at the Sharks, my time there, they paid for my tuition for three years. Nice. So I managed to do that. Then I had to go to University of Cape Town, did one year of psychology, and now I'm just basically continuing with my commerce degree. Very good. That's awesome. Very exciting for yeah. you. Uh, that's very cool. I didn't realize that the Sharks did that. That's very awesome that they paid for your tuition it's there. Unreal. Yeah, awesome. very good. Uh, let's talk about your first name, LaRue. Is that a family name? How did you, how did you get that? <laughs> yeah, um, we've got quite a few odd names in our family. It's actually a more common last name. Even back home, people aren't too sure whether they should call me Milan or LaRue. But um, okay. it's my grandmother's maiden name. So okay. yeah, my father sort of paid tribute to her by naming me LaRue. He's actually also got a last name for a first name, which is funny. All right. Very good. Yeah. So my first and middle name are my uncle's middle names. So yeah. that's how it works out there for that one. Uh, this is your second season with the Free Jacks. What do you like about the Boston area so much that keeps you here? It's super fun. I mean, I'm not very used to the weather, but it basically feels like I'm on holiday out here. The people are super friendly. Um, I get along with most people around me, and I think the team culture just makes it exceptional. Um, it's very fun to be with the boys every single day, obviously, to spend time with them. Um, it does not feel like a working environment, so it does mm -hmm. not feel like a job. And very blessed to say that I love what I do. Um, so, yeah, I just love being in America. That's great. I'm really glad that the 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 culture of the locker room and of the team itself um, is it. You know, we hear it quite a bit that it's something that people really really enjoy. So it's great to continue to hear that that is something that keeps people here, not just you know the beautiful, lovely Boston weather in January and February, but uh, yeah. just the actual the team atmosphere. That's great. Uh, let's talk about really quick here. Uh, in the off season, you were a member of the Rambling Jesters Sevens team, along with a couple of other Free Jacks. Uh, talk about your experience winning that championship there in Glendale. 
Yeah, um, funnily enough, that was my first seven or full sevens tournament. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, surprised myself as well. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> obviously fortunate that Dave Barry um, is part of the Jesters and he obviously got a hold of a few of us. Yeah. I actually loved Boston so much that I wanted to stay for an extra two months postseason, which I was fortunate to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then the opportunity arose and it was just excellent to play in that sevens format. I mean, the jesters also make it super, super fun. Also right. felt like uh, it wasn't a working environment, got along with all the boys really well. And I think as long as you enjoy playing for a team, um, everything else will just match and fix together. So yeah, it was it was an awesome opportunity and I loved it. That's great. I'm really glad that you enjoyed yourself. Uh, I've got to get myself one of those rambling jester jerseys. Those things are awesome, man. I keep looking at them on uh, uh, rugbynow.com. I've got to get myself one, uh, one of those, one of these points. But uh, that's very, very cool. Let's talk about uh, we released a nickname list for the Free Jacks that have nicknames of, you know, certain players that we are we either, you know, named ourselves or are aware of their nicknames from the, the club. We don't have a nickname for you. Do you have a nickname suggestion that we should give for you? <laughs> uh, maybe not one that's appropriate. You should ask some of the boys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's something that should be taken up with, um, in the locker room. Uh, okay. Yeah, honestly, I'm not too sure what I can give you <laughs> this very time. I'll, I'll think of it. <laughs> so there is no official like uh, locker room nickname for you at this point. Is that right? I've got a few, but none of them appropriate. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. I saw on Instagram one of the players was call, calling uh, Paula Bellincana Beetlejuice, which is a great nickname. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. So every time I hear him being referred to as Beetlejuice, it just makes me laugh. Do you know the story of how he got that nickname? Is that something that you can tell us that you, if you know? Only way I know Paula is through Mana. That's about what we call him. Oh, I'm not yep. too sure what the origins of Beetlejuice are. <laughs> yeah, right, the only way to come else. out of Mana is not Miss Telly, which is a crossfield field kick or dagger. And he always just asks to pass him the ball. I mean, you can see what he does on the field. Just <laughs> some magic, eh? Yeah, I mean, he's got eight tries, so you might as well pass him the ball and see what happens, right? Exactly sure. that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, we have reported in the club, as hinted at, obviously, that Bodine Waka is coming back, and it is official as of today. Bodine Waka is returning this season. What is he like behind the scenes, and how excited are you to have him back in this squad? I'm very excited, first of all. Um, definitely one of the best teams I've played next, uh, yeah, next to. Um, I think he made me look really good at certain times. I think he's got an exceptional mind for the game, understands the game really well. Um, we we also very good friends off the field, get along really well. There's always a competitive edge between us two, whether it's ping pong or maybe beer pong, doesn't matter, but we get along super well, yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. Final question for me, what has been your favorite moment so far in a Free Jacks jersey? I think it's always exciting playing New York. Um, yep. I think that's also very cool that it might be happening this well, that it is happening this weekend. But um, beating New York most definitely, I'm very much into rivalries. Uh, ever since high school, we've had this massive derby against a few teams and coming mm -hmm. to Boston. I think another, on your first question, I love Boston for the sports it offers and the sport yes. culture. People yep. actually get really behind the teams. Um, I'm obviously mm -hmm. a massive sports guy. So, yeah, I think beating New York at New York for sure. Yes. And just yes. the rivalry that started between them. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and obviously 13 games unbeaten was incredible last season. Um, winning every single game or just playing in a free jack shirt, to be fair, is obviously always such a blessing and I'm very privileged to be part of that. That's very good to hear. I will say that one of my favorite moments for, uh, you know, seeing you play is when you dotted that try down in the corner at New York and then threw the ball up in the air. That was amazing. I was there for it live and it was such that was a, a very much back and forth game. So we didn't know who was going to win at that point. But you just sealing the deal right there was one of the best things I've ever experienced as a traveling fan in any sport whatsoever. So really appreciate awesome you for that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. that's awesome to know. Let's go ahead and send it over to Dave for his questions, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for coming on, LaRue. Um, of course. I have to – I first want to ask, usually we don't talk much about player health on the show, but you had a thumb injury that you came off of, and yeah. my wife recently injured her thumb as well. She actually, at one of the signings, gave you like the, the thumb buddy, thumbs up. <laughs> uh, it was like a, a funny little moment. And yeah. she – had a couple questions that I wanted to ask. So the first one was, yeah, was it your dominant hand or your off hand? It was my, my right hand. I'm left-handed, so I was fortunate with that. <laughs> okay, that helps. And then the second one is just, what was the most annoying thing about having a thumb injury? Because it just totally rocked her world. You don't even think about how much you use both your thumbs all the time. So what yeah, just like drove you nuts course. about it? Well, not being able to open stuff, it was very, very annoying. Just the small stuff you don't realize. Like you said, your wife's not used to not using her thumb as much. I think washing the dishes too, you can't get it wet whatsoever. So everything just took forever to do. And I wouldn't say I'm an impatient person, but I like to do stuff quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very frustrating, frustrating doing like the dishes and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It uh, yeah. yeah, I've been lucky not to have any hand injuries, but it'll. Yeah. I've I've witnessed it close up, and it's just such a you know. In addition to all the normal frustrations of an injury, your thumbs are just you know. It turns out they're important. We we use yeah, our thumbs just, so. just all day, every day. Yeah, it's a wake up call for me too. <laughs> yeah, um, moving over into the rugby, uh, you in the fall were able to pick up two caps for Namibia. Can you tell us about that experience? Yes, so um, Coach Alistair reached out last season, found out that I've, um, well, obviously we've got Vian Conrad in the team, and I think he might have mentioned that I am eligible to play for Namibia. So I went home, got in contact with them, and got my passport and everything sorted. Um, managed to make the squad, uh, flew up to Namibia to play against the Greek was actually Scott Matthews' previous team, as you guys know. Um, and then from there, managed to make the squad to Europe, and we obviously played all of our Canadian teammates and um, also played Spain. And yeah, it was an awesome experience. Um, obviously, I was born there, so representing Namibia, got a lot of family there, and um, also my dad is pure Namibian. So yeah, it was such an honor to be able to represent them and hopefully represent them many more times in the near future. That's excellent. Yeah. Um... How long was the camp and preparation period? This is something that USA rugby fans have really focused on a lot recently, thinking that the U.S. national team really needs more time together as a team. So um, yes. just kind of thinking comparatively, how much time did you have in camp in Namibia before that Canada game? Um, 
It's, I think Namibia sits with the same issue. I think uh, Tier 2 nations all sit with the same issue, which yeah. which is sad. I also definitely believe if Namibia invests enough um, USA rugby as well, then we will reach way higher goals. But um, we literally, I arrived there on the Monday, we played Greek was on the Saturday, and then we flew out the following day to Europe. So we essentially had three weeks, two and a half weeks to prepare for Canada, but literally five days to prepare for our first match of three. So, yeah, I think it's definitely a similar issue. Um, I think for the World Cup preparations, Alistair Kutia reached out to me today and he actually said a schedule will come out next week, but I think that'll start the 1st of July. Hopefully, obviously, they'll release us a bit later um, right. while we make the final, which holding fingers obviously <laughs> um yeah so the preparation for that will be a bit longer well that's very exciting i know um you know we don't have a dog in the fight in the next world cup for the usa fans so many of us on the free jacks fan base will be rooting for namibia i'm sure so thank you Dave. That's good luck awesome. with with everything in your campaign um to you and to vian um i appreciate that yeah Onto the Free Jacks. Uh, Coach Matthew talked on this show about the team playing a little bit more expansively and through more phases this season, which we've seen because we no longer have like number one, two, and four on the tackle list like we did last season when like yeah. Slade and Josh and Joe were just tackling everybody. <laughs> and like the top 10 list was just Free Jack, Free Jack, Free Jack. Because yeah. now we keep the ball, we play some more phases. Does that feel different? Because it looks different. You know, as a fan, it's noticeable. And um, now that you have a few matches under your belt, is it uh, a little different feel to this season's game plan than last season? 100%. Um, when Scott actually, when we had a call about November last year, um, he mentioned these few tweaks, not that there are massive tweaks, but few tweaks to the game as he thought we were a bit too one-dimensional. That's probably what cost us last year towards the end of the year. Um, and I thought the tweaks were brilliant. I thought that's exactly what we needed. Um, and it wasn't too intense that it changed our whole game plan. And I think everything is starting to fall into place now as we are finding our groove towards the business end of the season. So it honestly feels amazing. It's obviously as a backline player and as an attacking player, very exciting to be able to move the ball a bit better and taking the risk. You can see a whole bunch of more cross kick fields, um, yeah. kicks in behind. So it feels really good, obviously, to be able to express that part of our game because I think our backline are very talented people with overall um, very good skills and wide variety of skills. So it does feel incredible. Obviously, our forwards also play straight into that with being big boys, but also being able to move the ball, which is lovely. Yeah. I always love on a turnover, you know, to see how many hands it goes through. And it's just yeah. whoever is there, we're getting it to the edge. And like, if you're there, you're quick hands. Like, let's see it. It's so exciting. It's the most exciting part when there's a turnover. We all thrive on it. And I'm yeah. glad you guys uh, can see that. Yeah, it's, it's it's there's a lot of fun out there. It's a, it makes it a really enjoyable team to watch. Yeah. Um, last season, we kind of heard the rumor was that Zach Bastris, the Puma, was the real speed star of the team, you know, beating the, you know, the our, our 40 meter sprint kind of guy. Is that still true? Has anybody displaced him this season? Has he got any competition? What do you think? Over 10 meters, you might have to ask Wayne Van der Bank that question. Um, ah. He's giving Puma some gas, yeah. Uh, we actually had a test earlier this week, and I think Wayne, I think they actually got the same time. 
But um, oh, Willis Goodwin definitely in contention there as well. Super, super quick. Reese yes. McDonald up there, maybe not as quick, but also super quick. Um, so yeah, Puma's definitely up there. We've got a few quick guys this year. And if Paolo actually tries, Mana will be up there. You know, the man is lightning. <laughs> got my roommate, Taniella Filimoni as well. Super, super quick. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, Willis was somebody who stood out in that preseason game against Houston, you know, yeah. where where the, the camera work wasn't great on the broadcast. You know, fans are kind of trying to pick out, what can you see? And then suddenly there's this little yeah. lightning bolt, you know, just zigging all yeah. over the field. It was really fun in that second half. I was there yeah. in person. I can attest to that. He's fast. Yeah. yeah. I think your live stream was uh, the best form of streaming for that game, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so, right. right. Yeah. Um, you and Wayne Vanderbank uh, played, I think, every match last season uh, at 12 and 13. How did you develop such a strong partnership so quickly on the Free Jacks? It seemed like you really hit the ground running and just clicked from yeah. the first match. Yeah, I'm, I think it comes to understanding what type of player I am and what type of player he is. Um, and that combination, sense of pairings formed by game time. And I think after the third game, when Wayne found his groove and I started finding my groove, I think we just complement each other well, whether it's with off. He knows exactly when I might carry and he knows that I do often get my hands free. So he knows where to be when. And yep. similar to me knowing what he will be like, for instance, in a one-on-one -on -one battle, I know he might take the outside, so I need to follow up harder, or I know he might step up and I might need to be there. So I think it's just about understanding and getting minutes under the belt in being close to each other, obviously. Excellent. Love that answer. Just really getting to know each other, minutes together, and, uh, and being able to anticipate, you know, your, your, uh, your, str your, teammates strengths right like what are they best yeah. at what are they gonna what are they gonna lean into and have the most effect with yeah um you've had a chance to see a lot of the united states you talked about how much you enjoy boston um mm. do you have any favorite cities or spots that you've been able to visit yeah for sure um I think that's also such a blessed part of what we do is that we actually get to travel america which i think not a lot of americans even get to do right um so I think for me, LA, Los Angeles definitely stood out last year. Good holiday spots, I'd say. Um, yeah. Venice Beach was awesome. But then one that actually surprised me a lot was DC, um, just with all the museums and such and all the history. It was awesome that it was at the beginning of the year. We had a preseason game there. So to, to be in America um, and getting that background and knowing the history of America so early in the season and actually realizing I don't know anything of America was really cool to actually have that background knowledge as well. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. My wife and I keep talking about taking our girls to DC and we're like, oh, wait until they're a little older. Like there's so much stuff yeah. to understand, you know, like 100%. a little bit older, a little bit older. So they really, 100%. really can take it in. Yeah. Um, all that travel can be a little bit tough though. What do you like to do on the plane on those long rides to LA? And do you have any good like travel tips for us? Um, probably play some cards with the boys. Just do some, I don't know, do stuff that might waste some time. Um, yeah. I've not been traveling a lot this year and yeah. Yeah, so I, I was planning to do different stuff this year while traveling, but mainly I just either try and sleep or I maybe watch some series. Um, if I have a good book to read, I'd read that. I think, for instance, this year I'd be doing a lot of schoolwork on the planes. Uh, 
but otherwise yeah just mainly reading resting and um watching some series yeah that's fair sleep mm-hmm. is always good if you can it's always tough good. but if you could sleep on the plane man that's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's always the best way to spend the flight yeah i'm a bit too tall for planes though so sometimes it gets a bit <laughs> right. taxing but can't yeah. complain <laughs> yeah uh after a match what does your recovery day look like what do you do to relax um well either go into the gym do some stretches at home get the normatics on um also maybe just keep active if my body's up to it maybe go um either for a little cycle or maybe just go and play some golf uh get a bit loose but i do enjoy being active i don't like staying at home the whole day if it was a real tough match i'll just stay at home and stretch but um i do like keep moving whether it's going for a stroll in the park or just playing some golf as mentioned yeah that's great active recovery is always 100 (laughs) always helpful yeah. Uh, what is one thing that we might not know about you? An interest or a fun fact? I really enjoy thrifting. <laughs> um, yeah, I love thrifting. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think more than half of my clothes are thrift uh, clothes. So, yeah, that's one thing I do love about Boston as well. The thrift scene is amazing. So I do like going out on uh, the red line, go to Davis Square, Cambridge, and all those spots uh, to go and explore and thrift. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, there's always a constant cycle of college students in Boston, like coming, buying clothes, thrifting themselves, selling it all back when they move out, you know, so it's like yeah, a, a, a great mill of, of yeah. style. Mm-hmm. Um, the most popular new restaurant in Boston is the Dorchester Room. Have you had an opportunity to eat there? And uh, what's the general feeling among the team about this new establishment? This Yes, sir. I was there, I think, for the second Sunday dinner. So that was a blessing. It was still when the football season was up and running. So we went to watch. I can't remember who it was. It was one of the playoff games. But, um, I mean, Q, Benny, and Keys have brought a different different part to the Free Jacks and... Yeah, just super fun. Um, the boys, for instance, have this bingo going on, and Cam and Mills was running around the streets trying to fill out the bingo to be able to go to the Dorchester room. So, yeah, it's been unreal. It's been a good following. Um, actually, every time I see the Dorchester room pop up, I want to check what stories is next or what's happening. So, yeah, it's been unreal. Yeah. It's turned into a whole hobby for these guys. They might have a future in, you know, social media production uh, if yeah, they're not careful. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'm jealous. I'm very jealous of them. <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty good. It turns out it's actually a pretty useful skill, right? Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent. All right, my last question. This one's very serious. In the event of a zombie apocalypse, you know, total societal collapse, what is your go-to weapon? You know, you got to travel to the next town. What are you carrying with you? You want? You're on foot. You know. How are you, how are you going to get there? What are you carrying to protect yourself from these zombies? The logical question would be a gun, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, most probably a gun, man. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. We've had all sorts of answers. Um, uh, Hensy was very, you know, you know, he had a good answer. He yeah, was like, 100%. he was like a crossbow because it's silent but powerful. Oh you wow! Know, and a hatchet. Yeah. 
You know, he's like, yeah. I want like a close up weapon, you know, like a little axe and, you know, the crossbow. So it was, it was, oh, of wow. course, he had like the, the very well yeah. thought out, you know, I've got a whole plan. I already thought on that, eh? I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, conspiracize like he does necessarily. <laughs> so I haven't put a lot of thought on that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I'll give it back to Phil. Thank you for coming on. It's always great to talk. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. So we're going to open up the floor at this point, LaRue. I'm going to let you speak directly to the Rangers, the Free Jacks fans out there. What message do you have for them? I just keep staying awesome, keep coming out. Um, yeah, honestly, like I mentioned earlier, the Boston people do get around the team. And it's, I tell this to a lot of people. It's always so hostile out there, and it gets me pumped up. So it's always, <laughs> seriously, it's awesome. It's um. Even though I might have played in front of, well, similar types crowds, but you never hear the roar that the Free Jacks fans are going on. I think every team that comes to play at Fort Quincy has some sort of deep self-awareness issue or something that they have to play at Fort Quincy now. So it's honestly, I love interacting with the fans and I love having them out there. The Zaz next to the field pump me up as well every single time. <laughs> yeah. That's that's awesome we love to do it it's so much fun so yeah it's uh it's a great relationship i feel like between the team and the fans in quincy yeah i think uh they won't operate without one another and it's awesome to see people actually come out who's never even heard of rugby or played rugby and um mm -hmm. getting more and more people out there i'm very excited for this sunday too it's in new york and straight after the game literally every single fan told me oh yeah well done but it's new york next week so yeah that's right hopefully yeah. we can lift that yeah it's awesome. a big deal, LaRue. It's it's a big deal every time these two teams play. So we're super excited. Uh, you know, Dave's not going to be there, so I'm going to be holding, you know, I've got the sign, the huzzah sign this time around. So it uh, should be a little awesome. bit rainy, unfortunately. So we might have to put some tape on there to make sure it's yeah. uh, preserved for future generations down the road. But, yeah, it's been a blast. I really appreciate you coming on here. You've been very, very gracious with your time. We've got one word to exit the video, and you know what it is at this point in three Two, one, huzzah. huzzah.